Hey everyone, it's Pacific. Two quick notes, and then we're right into this week's episode. This episode of SCP Archives is brought to you by Deep Murder. Check out the new raunchy horror comedy, Deep Murder, in select theaters and on demand on June 14th. Set in the world of a softcore porn film, the characters begin to be brutally murdered one by one and become forced to evolve from cliches into real people in order to catch the killer in their midst and survive the night. The trailer is out now, and I highly recommend you watch it. It looks pretty entertaining, and I know I'll be sitting down on June 14th to watch it. And you should too. Find a link to the YouTube trailer in the description below. Or by going to YouTube and just searching Deep Murder. You'll know which one it is. And now, this week's patrons. I want to give a big shout out to Danielle Schisler, Andrew Hill, Jade Waya, Zuri Reyes, James Kankarik, Red Trigger, Daniel Arusha, Sean the CHB, Stefan N, Big Carl, Eric Pritchard, Incubus Jules, Sam Bunting, Iotis Matter, Iron Guy, Jordan Denton, and Harry Tickway. Thanks, guys. Your support means the world, and it keeps this show running. If you're interested in getting ad-free and or bonus episodes, find us at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod. And actually, on that note, uh, as of today, there are four more days for you to sign up and get our first month's postcard. I'm ordering a batch on June 15th, and that is going to be the first month's cutoff. So if you want to get a postcard at the end of this month, make sure you sign up for $5 or above. And please give us your address or else we can't send you a postcard. And now, the episode. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number. SCP-701. Object Class. Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. All materials relating to SCP-701 are to be kept in a triple-lock archive at stored site. These items currently consist of the two currently extant copies of the 1640 Quattro, 27 copies of the 1965 trade paperback edition, 10 copies of the 1971 hardcover printing, 21 floppy diskettes containing the data seized from the raids on one. SVHS video cassette tape designated SCP 701 19 A, and one steel knife of unknown origin designated SCP 701 B. At no time are any of these items to be removed from the room. Access to the area is to be heavily monitored. Absolutely no personnel whatsoever are to be granted access to the archive without the express in person permissions from doctors. L- er- and ju- Description SCP-701 The Hanged King's Tragedy 
is a Carolina-era revenge tragedy in five acts. Performances of the play are associated with sudden psychotic and suicidal behavior among both observers and participants, as well as the manifestation of a mysterious figure, classified as SCP-701-1. Historical estimates place the number of lives claimed by the play to be between and over the past 300 years. Performances of the Hang King's tragedy do not always end with an outbreak. Of the recorded performance, only 36.70% have ended in SCP-701 events. According to historical records and investigations, these outbreaks generally follow the same pattern. One to two weeks, between seven and 14 days, prior to the event, during the dress rehearsal period, cast members will begin to spontaneously deviate from the published text of the play, rather than improvisation or gaffes associated with going off script. Said deviations will be both orderly and consistent, as if the actors were working off a new version of the script. The cast and production crew will seem unaware of any changes, and, if it is brought to their attention, will state that the play has run that way from the beginning. Two to three hours prior to the event, the outbreak generally occurs during opening night, or else at the production with the greatest planned attendance, generally falling within the first week after the play's opening. One to two hours before the event, SCP-701-1 begins to appear on stage in the final scene of Act 1, generally in the background or to the side of the main action. It may seem to enter or exit the stage area, but does not appear to ever enter the backstage or offstage area. It simply disappears when not on stage. The cast does not appear to notice or comment on SCP-701-1, at least at first. The Event SCP-701-1 appears fully on stage during the banquet scene in Act 5. Here it will be incorporated into the action of the play as the Hanged King. The cast will either murder each other or commit suicide, sometimes using items that seem to appear spontaneously on stage. Rioting breaks out in the audience, the viewers randomly attacking anyone in front of them regardless of prior relationship. Following the event, if any of the audience members survived the initial outbreak, they may exit the performance space, in which case they will continue to engage in random and opportunistic violence. Victims will generally require sedation or restraint in this scenario. Normal personality will begin to return roughly 24 hours after the event. Surviving victims will generally exhibit signs consistent with a traumatic experience. Some will have no recollection of the event. Others may be rendered permanently comatose or psychotic. For a typical case study of an outbreak, see Incident Report SCP-701-19-1, an analysis of the event leading up to the last uncontained SCP-701 event in 19 during a high school drama performance in In short, SCP-701 is a self-evolving mimetic virus transmitted through unknown means through the text of the play. Dr. Has theorized that SCP-701 events may involve This hypothesis is consistent with the spike in levels detected by a satellite in the vicinity of the 19 incident, indicating Foundation agents understanding orders to suppress any performance or publication of SCP-701 whenever found or detected. Despite our best efforts to the contrary, however, the play remains freely available online, sometimes under different titles. All attempts to detect or isolate the origin of these copies have failed. Suppression of the play's publication has generally been successful, with most copies of the 1971 scholarly edition destroyed before distribution. Nonetheless, copies of the 1965 trade paperback turn up with some regularity in both college and high school libraries. Agents are to obtain or otherwise destroy these items whenever possible. History 
The first known publication of the Hanged King's tragedy was as a quattro dated 1640. The play's author is not listed. The publisher, one William Cook, disappeared from the historical records soon thereafter. Strangely, the text does not appear in the stationer's register. The first known SCP-701 event on record occurred in 18... during a performance of the play in... USA. Other significant incidents include the 19... performance at a small theater in... The 1964 performance at the University of The 19 performance at the University The first SCP-701 event successfully suppressed by the Foundation The 19 performance by a group in California The 19 television adaptation by the Broadcasting Corporation Production successfully shut down by the Foundation before broadcast And the 19 incident in Ohio, USA, designated SCP-701-19-1. Publication History Original 1640 Quattro, all known copies in Foundation custody. 1733 Folio Edition, republished 1790. 1813 Cambridge University Press Edition. 1965 Trade Paperback Edition. 1971 Hardcover Edition. Agents should note that copies of the play have often been misfiled under different titles or spellings of the title. Furthermore, photocopies of the 1965 text have been found in circulation throughout college theater departments in the continental United States and in the United Kingdom. Additional, given the high probability of in my mind, I again recommend that SCP-701 be upgraded to Keter class. The SCP-701 memetic virus may very well be in the forefront of an invasion scenario. Furthermore, Signed, Dr. Denied. None of the current information we have on SCP-701 indicates an XK-class scenario. Until we have additional data, classification will remain at Euclid. Face facts, Doctor. The cat's been out of the bay on this one. And in the line of business, we consider ourselves lucky if we only lose a hundred or so people every ten years. Signed, 05 You guys, you know it's been nicer lately, and in Wisconsin, you never quite know when winter is going to be in, but it's been nice for like four days in a row, and I'm like, if sunnier days are coming, it's time to fuel up, and so I'm going back to my factor meals that no prep, no mess, I want to hit my weight goals before it's time to hit that beach. You've got options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, Factor has these fresh, never frozen meals, dietitian approved guys. And here's the big thing for me, keeping out of the kitchen as much as possible, two minutes and these meals are ready. So it doesn't matter how busy you are, you've always got time. So treat yourself. They have 35 different meals to pick from, 60 add-ons to choose every week. You're always going to have new stuff to try. Have it whenever you want. It's effortless, guys. So if you'd like to try it yourself, head to factormeals.com slash badmovies50 and use code badmovies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code BADMOVIES50 at FactorMeals.com slash BADMOVIES50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The following is a summary of the published text of The Hang King's Tragedy. Classified SCP-701. Prepared by Dr. J. From a copy of the 1640 Quattro in Foundation Custody. Dramatis Personae, Gonzalo, King of Trunculo, 
Isabella, Queen of Trinculo, formerly the wife of Sforza, the murdered king, now married to Gonzalo. Antonio, a minor noble. Francisco, Antonio's servant. The Duke of Sortino. Alinda, daughter of the Duke. Petruchio, a noble lord allied with Gonzalo. Lodovico, a servant of Gonzalo. Cornari, a priest. Beatrice, a servant of the Queen. A courtesan, a palace guardsman, the ambassador of Milan, the ambassador of Florence, the ambassador of Alagada. Setting. The play is set in the kingdom of Trincolo, probably a misspelling of Trinacria, another name for Sicily. In the capital city of Circo, another name for the city of Syracuse. As the play opens, Sforza, the king of Trincolo, has died, supposedly from natural causes while on retreat from the court. The nobility of Trincolo gathers in the capital for the coronation of the new king, Sforza's younger brother, Gonzalo, who has also married Sforza's queen, Isabella. Despite the text's references to contemporary Italian city-states, such as Florence and Milan, much of the play's setting is obviously pure fantasy. There were never any kings of Sicily comparable to Gonzalo and Sforza, and the capital of the historical kingdom of Sicily was Palermo, not Syracuse. The author may have chosen to move the play's events to Syracuse due to that city's historical association with tyranny. There is also no record of any country or place known by the name Alagada, a mysterious but apparently powerful state that plays a significant role in the plot. It may be intended as a reference to one of the Muslim states or cities on the Mediterranean coast, such as Tunis or Algiers. Plot Summary The plot of the Hanged King's tragedy bears a marked resemblance to many earlier plays of the same genre, including Shakespeare's Hamlet and Titus Andronicus. In fact, past investigations into SCP-701 events have noted that the Hanged King's tragedy was often chosen for production as a less violent alternative to the two plays mentioned. The two murders in the SCP-701 text can be construed as occurring off-stage, and the implication of cannibalism in Act 3 can be easily cut from the script. <clears throat> Act 1. The play opens during Gonzalo's coronation. Gonzalo opens with a toast to the assembled nobility, then departs the stage. Drunk on the wine, Isabella confesses to some of the courtiers left on stage that Sforza did not die in his sleep, as reported. Instead, while on retreat in the countryside, Sforza was fed a sleeping potion by Isabella, then murdered by Gonzalo and his supporters. As a final show of disrespect, the conspirators hanged the king like a common criminal from a tree. Isabella goes on to proclaim that Antonio, a minor noble visiting the king's court for the first time, is actually her and Sforza's son, and the rightful heir to the throne. Isabella collapses and is taken off stage by her servants. Francisco asks Antonio if he believes the queen's story. Antonio makes light of the situation, and they ate it. Back in Antonio's rented lodgings, Francisco attempts to barter with courtesan. Antonio enters the stage, clearly in shock. He reports that, while off-stage, he saw the ghost of Sforza, who confirmed Antonio's parentage and the Queen's description of his death. Act 2 Gonzalo, having learned of Isabella's confession, consults with his fellow conspirators. Lodovico confirms that at least three people witnessed the Queen's breakdown. The Duke of Sortino, his daughter Alinda, and a priest named Cornari. Gonzalo immediately begins to plan the murder or capture of the three in order to cover up the truth. He orders Isabella to be locked up in a convent, with the story put out that the Queen is mad. 
Isabella, uncharacteristically, meekly accepts Gonzalo's judgment. The usurper then exits, having an appointment with the ambassador from Alagada. Back in their lodgings in the city, Francisco brings Antonio news of the Queen's imprisonment. Together, they begin to plan their revenge. Act 3. Petruchio and Gonzalo invite Sortino to dinner. They kill him and order the palace cooks to prepare the corpse as a stew. Gonzalo orders Alinda, who witnessed the murder, to be locked up in the convent. Antonio fakes insanity in order to gain admittance to the convent. Warned of Antonio's coming, Isabella and her loyal servant Beatrice prepare to murder him using a draught of poison. Antonio sees through their plan and forces Isabella to drink the poison, killing her. Meanwhile, Francisco gets lost within the convent and winds up freeing Alinda from her cell by accident. Act 4. In the palace, Gonzalo reports to Lodovico that he has, in exchange for an unstated tribute, obtained a powerful and tasteless poison from the ambassador of Alagada. Gonzalo plans to poison the stew made from the Duke of Sortino's corpse and feed it to the court, thus ensuring the suppression of the truth. Lodovico leaves the state to carry out the usurper's plan. Gonzalo then has a brief moment of conscience. In a soliloquy, he describes the regret he carries for his sins, but is nonetheless unable to deviate from the plan he has set. Meanwhile, Francisco introduces Alinda to Antonio, all three having escaped the convent. Alinda describes her father's murder in grisly terms. Antonio promises to marry her and make her his queen as soon as his revenge is complete. He then leaves to obtain a blade with which he plans to kill Gonzalo. There is a comedic interlude between a palace guard and Cornari, a buffoonish priest. At the end of the scene, Lodovico enters and bids Cornari to follow him. The priest is not seen on stage again. Act 5. The guests arrive at Gonzalo's banquet. Gonzalo once again offers a toast, this time to the ambassadors of the foreign nations who are present. The meal is served. However, before it can begin, Antonio enters, bearing a signed confession he obtained from Petruchio offstage, which includes the details of Sforza's murder and proof of Antonio's lineage. Gonzalo is deposed by the outraged courtiers. Rather than murder him, however, Antonio decides instead to spare the usurper and let him accept exile to a monastery. He then orders Francisco to start making plans for his marriage to Alinda. The play ends with a dance staged by the courtiers. SCP-701 Events The produced form of the play that occurs during SCP-701 Events contains several deviations from the text as published. For a typical example of these deviations, see Incident Report SCP-701-19841. SCP involved, SCP-701. Date, April 13th, 1979. Location, Broken Bow, Nebraska. Report prepared by Drs. Rogers and Jones on the content of SCP-701-1979-A. SCP-701-1979-A is a 187 mm by 103 mm by 25 mm SVHS video cassette tape recovered by investigators from the scene of the incident, which took place at Fayetteville High School in Broken Bow, Nebraska, 1979. 
The tape was found in a destroyed consumer-grade camcorder, which was apparently recording the performance from a vantage point from within the audience. It is the only surviving record of the event. Zero hours and zero minutes. The tape begins. Three minutes and ten seconds. House lights go down. Five minutes and twelve seconds. The curtain rises. The play begins as published with Gonzalo's coronation speech. Ten minutes and twenty-one seconds. A possible sighting of SCP-701-1 during Isabella's ravings. An anomalous shadow not belonging to one of the cast members shows up along the back wall of the set. 10 minutes and 24 seconds. Shadow disappears. 23 minutes and 15 seconds. First deviation from the text. Rather than the dialogue between Francisco and the courtesan, the curtain drops and comes back up on a bare stage. Antonio enters from stage right. 23 minutes and 24 seconds. First indirect sighting of SCP-701-1. The shadow of a figure seems to appear on the back wall from stage right. The shadow disappears. Antonio begins a long soliloquy, confirming that he now believes Isabella's story. Dr. notes that while this soliloquy is in the style of the rest of the play and seems to be accurate Caroline-era dialogue, Antonio's speech in this scene does not exist in the original text. 24 minutes and 12 seconds. Curtain drops. 24 minutes and 51 seconds. Curtain rises on Francisco on the courtesan. Antonio returns. The play continues as scripted. 31 minutes and 14 seconds. First direct sighting of SCP-701-1. It enters and stands at the edge of the stage left towards the end of Act 2, Scene 1. 32 minutes and 17 seconds. Gonzalo's dialogue concludes, as scripted, with the mention of an appointment with the ambassador from Alagada. He exits, stage left. SCP-701-1 seems to turn and follow him as the lights go down. 38 minutes and 13 seconds. Second sighting of SCP-701-1 during Act 3, Scene 1. It appears on the edge of stage right as Gonzalo and Petruccio murder Sortino. The scene concludes with Gonzalo ordering his cooks to prepare the corpse as a stew. Scripts recovered from the scene indicate that this section had been cut in rehearsal. 51 minutes and 11 seconds. Third sighting of SCP-701-1. It appears close to stage left as Antonio kills Isabella. 1 hour, 9 minutes and 12 seconds. Fourth sighting. SCP-701-1 enters with Gonzalo at the beginning of Act 4, Scene 1, and follows him throughout the scene. The scene also contains two key moments. First, Gonzalo seems to nod to SCP-701-1 when he mentions the Ambassador of Alagada. This is the first time a cast member has seemed to indicate SCP-701-1's presence. Second, the scene ends with a deviation from the text. Whereas the scripted speech at the end of Act 4, Scene 1 ends with Gonzalo considering his own moral inequity, Gonzalo here seems to be more concerned that his tribute will be sufficient for the Ambassador. The lights go down. 1 hour, 21 minutes, and 15 seconds. Fifth sighting. 
SCP-701-1 enters stage left at the end of Act 4, Scene 2, as Antonio leaves to secure a blade for his coup. Rather than exiting, Antonio stops in front of SCP-701-1, who hands him a long dagger. This is believed to be the first appearance of the item classified SCP-701-1979-B. Note that there is no mention of the item in the prop list or other records maintained by the production. SCP-701-1 and Antonio depart the stage together. 1 hour, 32 minutes, and 41 seconds. Sixth sighting. SCP-701-1 appears on stage left as Coronari and Lodovico exit. 1 hour, 35 minutes, and 10 seconds. The lights come up. Act 5, Scene 1, the banquet scene, begins the scripting. 1 hour, 40 minutes, and 52 seconds. Antonio enters, bearing a piece of parchment. Here, the textual deviations begin in the earnest. Rather than the parchment being Petruccio's confession is scripted, Antonio instead describes it as an invoice from the ambassador of Alagata, proving that Gonzalo owes more tribute than he intends to pay. One hour, 41 minutes, and 42 seconds. SCP-701-1 enters at this point from stage right. The entire cast seems to perceive it. Gonzalo stands up, curses as an aside to the audience, and runs for stage left. The rest of the cast, including Alinda and Francisco, who enter from stage left, physically restrain Gonzalo and drag him back onto stage. SCP-701-1, meanwhile, moves to the center of the stage, where it stands in front of Gonzalo's throne. One hour, 43 minutes, 8 seconds. A noose is dropped onto the stage from above. The cast force Gonzalo into the noose as he begins to curse in Italian. And in one place, possibly Latin, the noose is drawn taut, and the cast drops Gonzalo and he begins to asphyxiate. One hour, 43 minutes, and 32 seconds. With this, the tribute in full, it is paid. The actor takes SCP-701-1979-B, the dagger, and draws it across Gonzalo's stomach, spilling his intestines across the stage. One hour, 44 minutes, and four seconds. Alinda takes the dagger from Antonio. She speaks. With this fool's blood, it is the Hanged King's. She cuts Antonio's throat. One hour, 45 minutes, and 31 seconds. Ropes drop from the roof of the stage, a noose for each cast member. The cast assembles underneath them. Alinda takes position next to SCP-701-1. One hour, 46 minutes, and 12 seconds. Alinda. With this, our blood, it is the Hanged Kings. The cast hang themselves. One hour, 47 minutes, and 33 seconds. SCP-701-1 moves through the hanging corpses into front center stage. One hour, 47 minutes, and 41 seconds. The stage lights cut out. One hour, 47 minutes, 46 seconds. Sounds of screaming and physical violence around the camera. One hour, 48 minutes, 22 seconds. Loud sound, most likely the camera being knocked over. 
one hour, 49 minutes, and one second. The camera is destroyed. Tape ends. SCP-701 was written by Tin Watchman. Our host and narrator was John Grills. Dr. Jones was played by Graham Rowett. Lead researcher was played by Colin Van Gordon. Our music was composed by the wonderful Tom Rory Parsons. And my name's Pacific. I'm your sound designer and showrunner. Our producer is Tom Owen. And this is a bloody disgusting show. For more information, visit bloody-disgusting.com. <laughs>